When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's go hour number two on a Thursday. There's a lot going on today. A lot of little stories floating around in the world of basketball. We'll talk a little football coming up here as it is pro timing day over at the University of Texas. And we told you, when you're playing one of those Kansas teams or Iowa State in Kansas City, they're tough to kill. They are Jason, Freddie, and Michael Myers combined. Ten and a half minutes to go. 54-53 Iowa State. Say it looked like Baylor had a little run going. Looked pretty comfortable. Now they hadn't had it to 15 or anything, but they looked like they were about to stretch it out. And Iowa State put a little run on them, and we got a ball game. Yeah, Gabe Kausher starting to light it up. He has 18 points currently. Second team all Big 12. Marcus Carr's former teammate at Minnesota. And Jalen Bridges just hit another three. Woo! So he might have 30. He has 28 right now. Seven for eight from the three-point line. 56-54. Nice. Ten minutes ago. Hell of a game. It's, it's a the Big 12. Good, good game. Uh, it's Chad and Zay with you on this Thursday. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. Normally, around this time on a Thursday, we talk with our guy Jeff Howe of Horns247.com. But, as I mentioned, Pro Timing Day is going on. Not only today, it's re- literally starting right now. So, Jeff is over there the, uh, and the rest of the crew from Horns247.com. Go check out all their great stuff there. Uh, the Longhorn Blitz podcast, which we bring you normally on Wednesday and Thursday nights on the replay. But you can catch that wherever you get your podcast. The uh, flagship podcast that Chip Brown is a part of. We talk to Chip each week on Wednesdays. Check out Horns247.com. Zay, we already know that B. John Robinson's not doing a thing today, and I do not blame him one bit. What in the world could he add to the feeling coming out of Indianapolis? Oh, I wouldn't blame him if he didn't want to do nothing in Indy. Yeah. Oh, I would have, I would, I'm with you there. But after watching him get interviewed by Stacey Dales at the end of the day and all that he had done, he flashed that smile one more time, and I thought, oh, five. He put on a suit if you want for timing day, but you don't need to do a thing. And he was nice about it and kind of laughed. And she she said, "Hey, are you gonna?" Said, oh no no, I'll I'll support the guys. Yeah, like that's the move. Uh, now here's the question though: the other four guys, from what you saw, if you're Roshan, if you're Ojemo, if you're Coburn, if you're Overshone, you go through it again. Do you do some of it again? What do you think? Um. I don't know. It depends. I don't think it could hurt, but, you know, just God forbid any injuries. We saw what happened with the two guys from USC that tore his ACL in the drills, and then oh boy from Oklahoma that got a grade two hamstring strain just running the 40. You don't want anything like that to happen Mm -hmm. that might set you back on draft day. So 
have that in your mind, but I think it's more for guys like Deshaun Jamison and, you know, who weren't invited to the combine that still has NFL aspirations. All right. So I'm seeing some things coming in already from timing day. Thanks to the folks on Twitter that we know that are posting stuff. Uh, every Monday we talk to Joe Cook from inside Texas. I see him posting here 34 inch vertical for Anthony Cook. Not bad. So Anthony Cook is a part of this. Uh, how about a 36? This is from Mike Roach uh, from the uh, Horns247.com crew. 36-inch vert is the official number four. I forgot about this guy. Billingsley. Jaleel Billingsley. Okay. Is a part of this. Now there's a guy. You know I love a good tight end. You know I love tight ends at all levels. Billingsley's a guy. I think somewhere, I don't know if he gets himself into draftable position, but I think Billingsley could play in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just a bad taste in your mouth from what happened this past season with him. But, yeah, he, he he's definitely athletic enough. So maybe a team could take a shot on him. We'll see. So it's funny because so, earlier Kirk Bowles had tweeted out that Billingsley had a 42-inch vert. But apparently there was a little confusion there. And then Roach says official number – 36 inches after a few pole adjustments and a and six total jumps. So I, if he'd gone 42, that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, that's like Vince Carter. Yeah, my God. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, somebody did get a picture of Bijan arriving to support everybody. Uh, Deshaun Jamison's another guy. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. You just mentioned him, mm-hmm. right? But Deshaun's a guy we'll obviously watch and see if there's anything that comes in on him. So uh, we'll see if anybody uh, ends up... Yeah. Anybody in the group from Indianapolis really ends up doing anything. I thought they were all pretty solid there, and I don't know what they could change. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. Yeah. With Bijan Robinson, you see Joe Mixon's involved with another off-the-field incident where maybe he shot a kid. I don't know. What? Yeah, because kids were like running around his neighborhood. and I don't know. We'll look up that story later. But he's Come on, involved Joe. in something crazy again. Whoever takes Bijan Robinson, you damn sure ain't gonna have to worry about off the field stuff. No, no, at all. No, he's gonna be terrific. He's gonna be. I mean, you could compare him. There's a lot of there's a lot of guys you could throw out in terms of just you get that feeling of them going in and that they're gonna just work hard, bust their ass, and be a good citizen. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, you're right. They're not like, gonna like give you Emmett. trouble. Yeah, right. Kind of kind of has that feel. The trouble you'll have with Bijan Robinson is dude is trying to turn the lights out and close the facility. <laughs> And Bijan won't leave. Like, that's what the trouble you'll have yeah. is, right? He's still crushing film over there. Uh, so, pro timing day going on. Best of luck to everybody. We'll get you the latest. And, of course, check out Jeff Howe. I see Jeff uh, tweeting out that uh, the 36-inch vert number from Jaleel Billingsley. So, keep it uh, uh, keep it on. If you're on Twitter, at Jeff Howe 247 is where we always tell you to go to follow Jeff and then hit uh, horns247.com for all the latest. Uh, in some other news, we've been talking basketball stories today. The John Morant update again. He's not facing charges. I am fascinated by this story, as you may be able to figure out. But they say there's no, there's not enough available evidence in that story. So, Zay, this really might be what we talked about the other day. Does anybody – can anybody prove – that it's John Morant's gun. I have not seen any of that yet. I don't even know if John Morant owns a gun. But and then they're saying there's nothing in the video. They were able they're unable to find a gun. They can't actually that they know they they agree the image in the video looks like a gun, 
but there were no reports of it that night. Here's the other factor I like that the police are being trying to be as real as they can about it. And this is, again, coming from a, a strip club, but no one in the strip club called 911. No one reported a gun. No one was threatened by a gun. No one, none of that happened. So they have all of that laid out, and then they are even throwing in the the little addendum of we, at this point, are unable to prove that there is actually a gun. We haven't, been, we haven't recovered a gun. So John Morant will not be charged with anything in that story. So now we're back to what we just talked about a few minutes ago. Right. His mental health, what's going on? Is it mental health? Is it drugs and alcohol? Is it all of that? Is it the crew that he's running with? Is he trying to live out a mafia lifestyle? Is he trying to live out the Cuban Lynx album live in 2023? <laughs> right? Is that his goal? And if so, can they control that? Can they get someone to help him? Can they figure out what needs to be done here? And does he end up back in the you know, back on the court by the playoffs? Or yeah, we'll see where this goes now. But now there's no legal stuff in the way. Yeah, yeah, it's just such a weird situation with everything that John Morant has been through. It seems like these last couple of years, just all these off-the-court incidents from, you know, the laser beam at an Indiana Pacers staff member, like one of his crews, or beating up a 17-year-old kid at a pickup game, which we talked about, Mm -hmm. to this. And if you would take job title NBA player out and put, rapper in there for John Moran. We don't even hear about it. This is an everything day, an everyday ritual for a rapper, being in the strip club, women twerking, not much clothes, a lot of money being shown around, probably got guns up in there. I was going to say, are there guns being thrown around probably. on videos and stuff? They probably wouldn't put it on videos because yeah, right. probably other folks in the video got warrants because so they don't want to deal with that. Because, again, that's the live function exactly, that, that he was that, dealing that's with. That's so stupid. For him to be on this Instagram live, knowing oh he's the God. player he is, like he just got a shoe deal with Nike, the John Morant one, yeah, just you, came out. Yeah, you talked he about just that. Got, they got rid of Kyrie for those obvious things that Kyrie's been through, and substituted John Morant, mm-hmm. and John Morant's acting like this. Yeah. So, hey, maybe he needs help. But if you're a Grizzlies fan, with Brandon Clark being out for the season, one of your best big men. Steven Adams looks like he's going to be out for another four weeks for the rest of the year. That's huge. Like, they need John Morant to be locked in, and he's clearly not. So if you're Coach Jenkins, this is tough. Somebody texted, one, one listener texted, uh, homeboy needs a babysitter, uh, maybe. But this somebody else, Shannon Sharp beef. Is that a John Morant reference? That's like Dylan Brooks. Oh, that's not Ja. I don't know. Okay, think so. I don't, I don't remember that one. There. I mean, like for, with his pops, I think they got into it at a Lakers game a little bit, and Dylan Brooks and Shannon Sharp had to go apologize on his show. But so someone texted, he was in possession of a gun while the team was traveling. So is the photo a fake now? Sounds like the league is doing everything to avoid the fifty game suspension because in the end, it's about ratings. See, that's what I don't know. Is there proof he got on the plane with that gun? I haven't heard that yet. Yeah, they're saying it's not. I have never I have not heard anybody say that he was absolutely traveling with the gun. What I hear is that state law says if I've got a gun in Colorado, I might be good if I got a permit, but if I'm under the influence of alcohol, I can't have a gun and I can't have a gun in that club. So I can't have a gun in that club anyway. 
but I certainly can't have it if I'm, you know, drinking or whatever. I've heard that angle. So I don't know if that's true. I don't know if what that texture is saying is true. And to me, would the NBA go all out? Would they go out of their way to cover all this up just for John Morant? I don't know. Is he that um, important to them? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, if we're thinking like a conspiracy theorist, yes. Because he's one of their best players. He's one of the best players. They know that the Grizzlies are on top of the West. Yeah, they can't have him out 50 games. That is the one. There are a lot of details in that story I haven't heard yet. The number one thing I haven't heard, well, A, has anybody recovered that gun? Does anybody know where that gun is? And B, who's it registered to? I haven't heard that. Is it John Morant's gun? Yeah, he could easily just went to the strip club in Denver, had his boys Maybe have some boys from Denver or live in the Denver area come on down to the strip club yeah. and be packing. Right, exactly. Uh, so that, that that story continues, and we'll see if John ja Morant does end up back on the floor or not. Uh, the other story, we, we talked about Bill Self in the Big 12 not coaching tonight. Somebody else texting in. Kind of what we had talked about earlier today. There's a, there's a thought that, again, this is a medical situation. Could this have been something like a... Uh, you know, a, a stroke or a mild heart attack or something oh. like that. We don't know for sure, but there are some stories going around. This could be pretty serious. That this isn't like a bad cold or even COVID, anything like that. That it may be something worse than that. But we do hope Bill Self gets better very soon. He will not be able to coach this afternoon for Kansas. Uh, we started the show by talking about Mark Adams, who has now stepped down at Texas Tech because of all the furor about his comments uh, towards uh, towards his players, the reference to a you know Bible verse talking about masters and slaves and and servants and stuff, and and he was unable to get out of that. Uh, too much distraction for the school and him to deal with. And who knows? Maybe the team went to the school and Yo. said, "Hey, we're not playing for him." So he ultimately has stepped down. Everybody except for Jalen Tyson, for obvious reasons, I take. I take a lot of their guys. They got some dudes. Pop Isaacs is good. He could go out of the – I think he's from Vegas, but he Look at this. You're, you're already trying to use this as a transfer yeah, portal story, that, aren't you? Amac, Farjus Amac, Maple Mamba that they call him, whatever they call him. We'll take him too. Maple Mamba. We'll take him too. That's a great nickname, by oh, the way. If I'm if I'm Coach Terry, I'm saying, yo, dog, one of your best games was at the mood. Yeah. You, you probably like these goals. You'd like them a lot. Hey, come on. Every day. Yeah, we know you got we know you got foot problems. We'll keep your load management. You know, we'll keep it where you're comfortable. You're already in Texas. You like Texas, don't you? Austin, way better than Lubbock. Wow. Come on down. I'll t- yeah. Like okay. J- Jalen right. Tyson, your ass could stay. <laughs> Yo, ask a stay, trailer. Okay, so uh, the other quick story here before we hit the break, Zay, Jamie Dixon at TCU is in trouble. Well, I don't know if in trouble is the right word. Jamie Dixon is involved in a in something where one of his players is about to transfer on him? Yeah, this is an odd story with their big man, Eddie Lampkin, who's been hurt this year. And Eddie Lampkin, he's an odd guy. During the Texas Tech game where TCU was at Tech and the Horn Frogs barely squeaked by, he had an instance where he, like, tapped one of the Tech players in the head while Eddie Lampkin was on the sideline, on the bench. One of the Tech players that was currently in the game, which Eddie Lampkin tried to say, I know the guy, so it's cool, everybody. Y'all leave me alone, but still, you don't do this. He, like, tapped his head just messing with him. So Eddie Lampkin, he's an odd guy. Mm-hmm. So he's not with the team as of now. And... It's weird because both sides are saying different things. TCU and Jamie Dixon, their side's saying they texted 
Eddie Lampkin's mom, which those tweets are out there on social media about, you know, Miss Lampkin, sorry about what happened with Eddie. Sorry it didn't work out here. We know he's transferring. You know, we talked to you yesterday, which is that's the Mm -hmm. weird thing. We talked to you yesterday. We know he's transferring now. We want to make it as smooth as possible. He's tweeting this at the mother? He's texting this to the mother. Oh, he's texting. texting Oh, and then it got released later. It got released. All right. Yeah, yeah. So we want this to be a smooth transition. We'll help Eddie any shape or form to get to his next destination. We don't want to hold him back. Mm Mm-hmm. Eddie Lampkin's mother responded like, uh, Coach, y'all didn't talk to me yesterday, so stop lying about that. And we're not, we never said we were transferring. Eddie is taking a leave of absence right now due to what, how you've been treating him. Wow. And the things that you've been saying to him, which supposedly it's been a little bit on the Mark Adams side, some racially insensitive things. Weird. And Eddie Lampkin, and she said, you know, you need to tell the truth. She was texting this to Coach uh, Dixon. You need to tell the truth before we do. And then there's another screenshot of messages with Eddie Lampkin and an assistant coach of Eddie saying, look, Coach, I basically, I can't do this right now. I can't be there with y'all. It's not my teammates. It's Coach Dixon. You know how he treats us. You know he's in the wrong. I'm really hurt right now. Wow. So... It's it's weird. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm curious to see how they look tonight against Jerome Tang's squad, Kansas State, because that's they got a lot going on. All right, a couple things before we hit this break. Iowa State has now put another run on Baylor, and they're up ten at the four minute timeout, seventy to sixty. Iowa State. We will keep our eyes on that. Plus, Zay, a couple of numbers from Timing Day. How about I'd forgotten this name, Tariq Milton. Hey. Transfer from Iowa State. Uh, nine foot ten on the broad jump. And thank you so much to Marvion Overshone for getting out there and doing a couple things. Ten six on the broad jump for D.O., Mr. Overshone. And, oh, thank you, Mike Roach from Horns247.com. He videoed it. I'm about to watch that during the break. I love watching a good ten foot plus broad jump, Overshone just went 10-6. Yo, we know how athletic DeMarvion Overshone is, and I think that's why a team is going to take a chance on him. It's just about him being in the right spot. Yep. That's uh, it. Yep, got to find that right fit. We will hope that all these guys today can find the fit. And again, names like Billingsley and Milton and hopefully Deshaun Jameson are going to get extra attention, even though they weren't in Indianapolis, but they'll get some attention from NFL folks. Pro Timing Day continues. We'll get you those updates up next. How about a Flex 30 segment over the next couple days? Zay's going to take a look at the two big 6A districts we deal with around here and the best players from those districts. The all-district basketball teams are out there. We'll start to Today with 25-6A. Tell you about the best in that district. If you know who's in that district, you probably know who we're about to talk about. At least a, a few of those names. That's coming up on The Horn. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
Chad and Zay. All right, rolling through a Thursday. Iowa State's up 10 on Baylor, trying to close them out. We'll get you another weird update on that one in a second. I believe this is Janet Jackson. That's right. Is this the title track of the album? Is this Rhythm Nation? Yeah. Okay. Rhythm Nation 1814, I think, was the name of the album. Yes. Nobody ever knew why. Although, I heard a good... The best theory I liked was that RN... R is the 18th letter of the alphabet, and N was the 14th. Somebody thought that's why it was 1814. Huh. But I never heard Janet answer the question. But that was a monster album for her. What well, a I can great see the album. moves right now. That was- yeah, the oh, my God. Her and those big, the, the, the black all outfit, black, yeah. head to toe with all kinds of weird stuff coming up, pads and stuff coming out of it. That hat she wore. Looking all cool. Yeah, that was sharp stuff. Janet Jackson, Slayer, and Aaron Frazier have gotten us started today. So here's your update real quick. I can't believe I'm about to say this out loud. Iowa State is up 72 to now 61. That's not the unbelievable part. They're up 72-61 on Baylor, 242 to go. At the four-minute timeout, they had to take a break, so help us, because they realized there was a nail, the head of a nail, sticking out of the wood in Kansas City, and they had to send a dude out there with a hammer to hammer it in a little bit so the players wouldn't step on it. I've never seen that before in my life. Say that's I don't even know what to do with that. I've seen it, but it was literally when I was working on some project in the backyard, and I was trying to get that nail knocked in. I've never seen it on a basketball court. No, a dude literally came out the stands with a hammer and hammered the nail back into the court. Uh, little two-sided ball peen hammer. Yeah, oh my nuts. God. Dude walked out there with like a one and a half pound sledge. It's nuts <laughs> and dangerous, but absolutely. Wow. I just wonder who I, I would need to go back and watch the game. Who realized it and how? Did somebody actually trip? So when you first learn the game, my pops and I'm sure other coaches tell the youths this. When you shoot free throws, there's a nail right dead center so you can line yourself up and be centered for the goal. And you, I always looked at it before I shot my free throws. Where's hmm. the nail? Just a part of my routine. I always thought about, did this ever come up? Like, why is this there? Hmm. Yeah. I never asked my pops that. It was just one of those old Hoosier yeah. Gene Hackman type trick. Things that well, I mean, it's yeah, you, learn, but. yeah, it's to court made of wood. You got to fasten it somehow. Somehow, got to yeah. be nails in there somewhere. That's I've true. Never heard of that one, man. That's uh, that's pretty crazy. But uh, also crazy, what Iowa State is doing to Baylor. Now, this would be the five over the four. It's not. Let's not go too crazy. But it would be Baylor knocked out of the Big Twelve tournament uh, in the first round, seventy four sixty four. Little over two minutes to go. Baylor's got to get going if they're going to do something. We'll get you the update on that final coming up at two oh five. Our album swap discussion i'm talking about jizz's liquid swords album and zay's going to be talking about the body count album he will not be playing a lot of clips from either album because we don't want to get in too much trouble i could play the liquid swords instrumentals you can play a little bit of that yeah i'll play that Ooh. and for ice t i think i might just play ice t rap instrumentals you're gonna play like scenes from svu yeah <laughs> of him just talking <laughs> 
because <laughs> maybe he's not swearing there. All right, we'll do that at 2.05. Zay's got Where We At in Society coming up at 1.45. Let's get you a quick flex segment, and we're going to uh, pay tribute and uh, give a shout-out to some of the best basketball players in the area. Here we go. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, we're going to talk about uh, these all-district teams uh, in the two big 6A districts that we deal with. We'll hit uh, 26-6A tomorrow, but uh, today's A, we're going to start with District 25-6A. And when it came to boys basketball in 25-6A, it kind of started and ended with one particular team. Yeah, we know what Stony Point did. They had an unbelievable season getting to regionals and losing to San Antonio Brenton, who has a huge chance of winning the state tournament. So they won district, district MVP. It's obvious, Josiah Mosley, mm-hmm. 6'7 junior, Stony Point, hell of a season. whole bunch of mid-majors wants him. The team that's beating Baylor right now, they've been down to Round Rock to see him. Iowa State, they want him. So, yeah, he's a heck of a player, and he's a big reason why Stony Point had the success they did this year. And one more year for him. One more year, only a junior. Yep. That's scary. Big time. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, offensive MVP for this district, Westwood's Caden Branch. Did you ever get a look at that Westwood team this year? Not this year. Okay. Not this year. Good player, 6'2 senior. He is the offensive MVP. Defensive MVP, I do love this one, Leonard Moore from Round Rock. <laughs> Let me just tell y'all, no matter what the sport, Leonard Moore covers people. No matter what you're doing, Leonard Moore will cover it. Leonard is the really talented cornerback for uh, Round Rock, and apparently he's good enough to be the defensive MVP of the district. I don't know if he was defensive MVP in football because there's a lot of talented players in that district. Right. But he might have a chance to go basketball defensive player and MVP this year and then football defensive player yep. MVP this year, 2023. Yeah, a junior, another guy, they'll be coming back to play another season of football, that tough Round Rock defense. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. So isn't he going Notre Dame? Oh, my bad. Is he already done? Am I trying to give him an extra year? No, I mean, no, I don't think so, but I think that's – Oh, he's already committed. He's already committed. Yeah, yeah, Notre yeah. Dame. I, I think you might be right. I think you might be right. <sighs> They got, I'm telling you, they got to stop telling Coach Freeman he can talk to these players. Really, they got to figure out a way. Like his pops is a professor at UT. They really have to start. Like, come on, say something. I don't know what it is. Uh, and then also, congrats to the newcomer of the year, a guy I know you've seen a few times. I have, I've seen him on the games that you were covering on KBVO as well. Man, Uzi Button yeah. of uh, of Stony Point, Uzziah Button, only a sophomore, so he gets newcomer of the year. Incredible the poise that he plays with, you know, the pace that he plays with at the point guard spot. Coach Thompson gave him a lot of responsibility, and he took it head on and wanted all of it. Just that game against Buda Johnson, the moves that he was making, the left-hand finishes, the floaters, the mid-range game, his hesitation moves. I can't wait to watch him these next two years, and you better get on him early. You know, I I know he's got a couple of mid-majors looking at him, but mm-hmm. if he hits a growth spurt, look out. 
Yeah. Look out. I totally agree. That last name is B-U-N-T-Y-N on Bunton. If you haven't seen him play, uh, definitely check him out. Yeah, just incredible body control, taking the contact in the lane. And you're right, a couple of the things he did against Buda Johnson, just stupid. Uh, all right, Zay, so first team all district, Mosley, Bunton, uh, Branch, who we've mentioned, Tiki Morin of Stony Point. Yeah, the lefty. He One of their, their key guys. Their leader all year long. I know Coach Thompson's going to miss him. He's a senior. And he's a guy I could see playing NAIA, JUCO, you know, D3, D2 at some spot. So if he gets out there and, you know, goes to these little showcases that you could go to where some of these smaller schools like a JUCO, NIA, can recruit guys playing in, like, these pickup settings, he could get seen a little bit more. I think he could definitely play on that level. Uh, shout out to Cooper Heston, the senior from Round Rock. Oh, he was good. He makes the first team all district team as well. Good for him. Uh, also, Charlie Hatch of Vandergriff, uh, that tough team. Um, they uh, they did get into they got into the playoffs, right? Yes, Vandergriff. Yeah, got into the playoffs. Yeah, he had like twenty seven against Buda Johnson. He was yeah. lighting it up. He could really shoot it. Yeah, good player. Uh, Peyton Doolin. The uh, junior out of Cedar Ridge makes the team. Mason Anderson from Vandegrift also on the uh, all-first team. Gabe Parr of Westwood, uh, another Stony Point player. John Eric Mosley, the older brother of Josiah. If you watched him play, he was a he's a critical part of that team, too, and why they made the run. That's a good player. Yeah, absolutely. Just a lot of heart, tough. Probably doesn't weigh over 160 pounds, but plays like he weighs 220 physical and his quickness and just you know he, he really came into his own last year I saw him he was a little out of control this year his ball handling was on point and again that's why Stony Point was so good just so much talent for Coach Thompson's Tigers yep, no doubt and also one more name on that first uh, first team Cade Cottrell of Cedar Ridge also makes the first team all district this is 20 five six a uh, and again that district MVP Josiah Mosley um, and Zay, do we, you want to run through the rest of these guys here, or how, run through how do we them real do quick. this? We can yeah, run yeah. through them real quick. Let's give them. Okay, so we'll give them their love. Second team all district: uh, Jared Robbins of McNeil, uh, Henry Chuo of Westwood, Vista Ridge's Cade Hartley. There's Leonard Moore, who we talked about with Round Rock, the defensive MVP. He makes second team. Kalen Johnson of Maynard, Ray Jackson of Maynard. I hear his dad can play basketball his dad as well. was pretty good. Is he okay? He was all right. All right? Yeah, yeah, I think he was on one of those legendary college basketball teams. I don't recall what they were called, but they were pretty legendary for their black shorts and black socks and stuff. I think he played in the Big Ten. Yeah. I think he played in the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he's got Chris Webber and Juwan <laughs> Howard's number, in fact. <laughs> Shout out to Ray Jackson uh, and, uh, and Ray Jackson Jr., who was playing at Maynard. Made that second team. All second team, Carter Davis, the senior from Round Rock. Vandergriff's Mark Fletcher, also making the second team. Justin Zimmerman of Stony Point, the senior, makes the second team. And Malik Morris of McNeil also makes the second team. District 25, 6A, also threw out an honorable mention list. Eric Jones of Vista Ridge. Sky Dreschler of Westwood. Uh, Gerald Portis of Stony Point. Uh, did I get that right? Portos, I'm sorry, of Stony Point. Uh, Nehemiah Alvarez, great name, from Cedar Ridge. Uh, Bryson Wilkins of Vista Ridge. couple more Mainer players, Josh Moore and Alan Guyton. Uh, Brady Tomich of Westwood. Mason Cochran, oh, I know that name, from Round Rock, as uh, who proved once again that it's a physical brand of whatever he plays. Yeah. 
That that bandaged head thing in the game you called. Oh man, that was unbelievable. It looked like he needed forty something stitches, oh, and he wanted to go back on the court. He was ready to play, man. He's so tough. Mason Cochran, shout out to him for the honorable mention. Adam Overhauser, the senior from Vandegrift. Logan Smith, the senior from McNeil, and Amari Carter, the senior from McNeil as well. So, congrats to everybody in District Twenty Five Six A, the All District team and remember the flex segment happens every day at about 1 30 we'll get into uh district 26 6a tomorrow let you know about that all district team up next it's where we at in society with zay and then at two we get into that album swap discussion update in the uh, big 12 looks like it's going to be iowa state getting through 78 69 30 seconds to go iowa state is about to take out baylor busy day for us here on the horn Chad and Zay. All right, we are rolling through a Thursday. I now, I now know enough about this band that I can. I think I can make this statement. The title of this song sounds like it could be a Wu Tang Clan album title. It's not, but it sounds like it could be. This is Duran Duran with Union of the Snake. That's right. That's something Rizzo would have messed with, right? A oh. little bit. They don't seem to be into snakes specifically, though. Yeah, were they in the... Not really into snakes, but... Like Kung Fu or fighting or anything? I don't know. I, every time I hear this song, I always think there's a little fighting kind of deal to it, but maybe not the snake specifically. Yeah, it uh, sounds Karate Kid fighting. A little bit, yeah. Uh, Duran Duran... Janet Jackson, Slayer, and Aaron Frazier have been on the show. We will get into a little Wu-Tang discussion, Jizza specifically, uh, and the Liquid Swords album. Plus, Zay will tell you what he thought of Body Count and maybe warn your children against listening to Body Count coming up at 2.05. We will also continue to talk... Uh, all kind, there's all kinds of basketball stories out there today from Mark Adams stepping down at Texas Tech. Bill Self won't coach for Kansas today. Some kind of illness. We hope it's not serious. There are stories going around that it might be some kind of a, you know, some kind of serious medical thing, not just like a flu or COVID or something, but maybe it was a, a heart situation, chest pains or something like that. We will hope that he is all right. Uh, Kevin Durant may be out for the season with that little thing last night in the, in the warm-ups, which sucks. Uh, John Morant, regular season, maybe not playoffs. Oh, I'm sorry, regular season. Sorry, yeah. the rest of the regular season. They hope he's ready for the playoffs. And then John ja Morant is out at least four more games, but he won't face any charges for that uh, apparent gun situation in a strip club. They are saying there's not enough evidence. So we've hit all those stories today. Jamie Dixon in a little bit of hot water at TCU uh, for a, a transfer story and what he might be saying to players. Coaches might just want to say, watch what they're saying to their players. I think that's probably a good idea. It's kind of what coaching is. Right, kind of what? Yeah, te- a little bit. Kind of what teaching and coaching is all about. Uh, also, uh, Jim Beheim stepping down at Syracuse. All that's been on the show today, and now we've got Iowa State advancing in the Big Twelve tournament. That game has gone final. Iowa State gets by Baylor, seventy-eight seventy-two ends up as the final score there. So Baylor is out of the Big Twelve tournament. 
and we'll see if that affects their seeding at all. What's Baylor looking at? Like a two seed right now? Two two slash three. Two slash three. Maybe does that knock them down to a three? Yeah, it depends on what Marquette does and a couple of other teams. Okay. I think it knocks them down to a three. Yeah, might do it. Speaking of Marquette, they barely got by St. John's. 72-70 in overtime today. So Ooh, the madness. That could be a big difference right there. Baylor not getting by. Marquette surviving. Maybe that gets uh, Baylor knocked down to the three seed. Yeah, watch what Purdue, Arizona, UCLA, and Texas, what they all do, and including Marquette, Gonzaga. We saw them win it all. And then Kansas State. All those teams are... Three slash two. Okay, right there on that line yeah. of one or the other. Exactly. We'll keep an eye on all of that. The Kansas-West Virginia game will be coming up at uh, 2-17 to be exact, so they're a little bit behind schedule. Texas and Oklahoma State, of course, scheduled for 6 o'clock. All right, let's get uh, where are we at in society, see what Zay's got today. Where are we at in society today? All right, Zay, we've had some wild ones this week. Uh, oh, you sent me something two minutes ago. Here we go. Yeah, go to Twitter. Twitter. Here we go. All right, former LSU great wide receiver and current Cincinnati Bengals Pro Bowl wide receiver, Jamar Chase. Oh, no. Dealing with some baby mama drama. Oh, I'm telling you, boys, no. look at Sean Kemp. You see him pulling the trigger. He got about eight of them kids, eight different baby mamas. I don't know the true facts, but it seems that way. <laughs> Be careful. Strap that Jimmy hat on, guys. I know y'all love y'all's kids, but strap that Jimmy hat on so you don't turn out like Jamar Chase, whose baby mama is threatening him via Instagram on her stories where she has a weird picture of Jamar in bed with his back turned towards her. And Mm. in the caption, it says, Now, Mr. Chase, you have some skeletons in your closet. I know the real you. Stop dodging the courts and responsibility. You know yourself. I have multiple videos that will end your career in one post. Oh, wow. I'll have my attorney at the Bengals facility in 2.5 seconds. You know what's up. She said in another post on her stories, should I go live later and share the horror stories and receipts dealing with my baby daddy with like a emoji Man. that's like grabbing the chin, the confused emoji? I don't yeah, know right, right, yeah. I've been trying the to hold thinking off. Emoji. thinking emoji. Yeah. There we go. Look at you being young. Thank you. I've been trying to hold <laughs> off sharing receipts of our court appearance, but I think I'll give y'all a rundown on why I'm always upset. Because she hasn't. she's done this before. She's threatened She's to do threatened it. She's threatened them before oh, on social media. Oh my goodness. That is crazy. That is absolutely just, wild. So have that Jimmy hat on, guys. That's all you gotta do. I just this is a weird this is a weird story to a question that, when I'm asking legal questions about social media, when you go on social media like that and threaten someone's job, that's not a crime, is it? Is there any crime that's committed there? I don't think so. If you threaten to hurt them, it's one thing. Right. Right? If you're threatening to hurt them or someone in their family, I guess that you make that into a threat. But this is a threat against his livelihood. But I don't think you I don't think there's a crime there. No. It's underhanded. I mean, it's clearly a dirty tactic, but I don't I guess it's not illegal. That is that's rough. Yo, dude, you think you could catch a couple Z's and not have people taking pictures of you? What is that? That's baby moms. Dude. You better pay that child support. I don't know I what the rules are in Ohio. I haven't heard about Jamar Chase. Do you? Does he have a lot of kids? Do we know? No, I think this might be it. Oh, man. But we know he's young. He's only been in the league two years, going on his third, coming up, 2023. So he's really young. Can't be over 25. 
So this is just mm. this is a ridiculous story. You can't ha- if you're the Bengals and you're getting to the AFC Championship these last two years with him. Yeah, you don't need these distractions. Like you're about to pay him. You're about to have to pay him. You're already saying that you're going to deal with T. Higgins. The GM talked about, hey, y'all need to quit asking about T. Higgins. We're going to get them money. We'll, we'll, get, we'll yeah. deal with him. Yeah, they said they're keeping Yeah, him. so y'all leave us alone. Jamar Chase, I'm sure y'all are going to want to pay him. And with the way his baby mama talking, he going to need all the money he could get. So that's what we mean, Chad. We talk about somebody like a B. John Robinson or somebody like a Jalen Carter where don't matter how good you are, What's going on off the field? What's going mm-hmm. on off the court? Do we have to worry about you? Yep. Are we going to have to get that 4 a.m. call on that random Sunday morning because one of our franchise players is wilding out? Right. And this one is just, I mean, this one feels like if it's just about this, it could be a very basic story of, hey, what, there's some child support you may not be paying? It could just be as basic as that. And her threat, we don't know how big the threat actually is. Right, what picture or video she'd have, and what's in there. It may just be it sounds a bad basic story. It does. She makes it sound bad, but I guess that's maybe part of the the threat. By the way, this account that you retweeted is called Barstool Yinzers. That is a reference, if I'm not mistaken, to like the and it's at Barstool Berg. That's Pittsburgh. All right, <laughs> the Yins thing is about Pittsburgh. So as crazy as this is, though, that the the end of it says says Jamar Chase's baby mama says she has videos that would end his career, and then they typed. The bungles are a dumpster fire with a fire emoji. Hey, easy there, black and yellow. Uh, it is 2023, and the Bengals went to the Super Bowl recently, and they were a damn good team again this year. We need to look up the Joe Mixon story. I don't know the details on that. That's why I haven't thrown it out to you people. Okay. But there's something going on with Joe Mixon, too, yeah. that's, no, that's true. not good And maybe either. maybe they're adding those that's two together. I, they're definitely okay. adding those All two right. together. They're, that's that's they, what they're looking at. They're they, looking at Joe Mixon maybe shooting them youth running yeah, through his yard. Okay. All right. And then this Jamar Chase situation. If you're Joe Burrow, like, dang, man, like, we're pretty damn good. Can y'all chill? Yeah, all right, all right, Yins Steelers fans, I'll let you go. I'll let you go on that one. Uh, that is a a wild, wild story. All right, so we'll keep our eyes open for a Jamar Chase off the field story. Just putting people's business out there, taking pictures of somebody while they're sleeping, and saying I got videos and receipts and things that'll ruin your career in a post. Let's think about the child. The child oh. needs to be around a happy home, whether y'all are together or not. Yeah, and he had, think about the children. How old's the kid, by the way? Can't be that old, Chad. Here's the other thing. Look, help me with the math. I, sometimes math is tough for me. If yeah, uh, that Aggie degree, we get it. It was a two semester course. <laughs> if he loses his job, he doesn't get paid, right? Yes. And if he doesn't get paid, the kid doesn't get the child support. Is that how that works? Yeah, right. Yeah. So in this case, look. If now, if if there's a crime being committed, that's different. I'm not saying look the other way if he is abusing someone. And that's not what I'm saying. But if she's got something that's just an aha kind of deal for, oh, this would end your career. I've got stuff that would end your career. It's like you might want to be a little careful there. You might want to be careful. Yeah. All right. Here's the Joe Mixon story. Here we go. Okay. 911 called details shooting that left juvenile injured near Joe Mixon's home. Oh my God. So the 911 call came from the Bengals running back's home, has been released after police received reports 
shots fired on Monday. A neighbor told Fox 19 the shots were fired from the home at a group of teens who were playing with Nerf guns outside a nearby home. Whoa. Get off my lawn? (laughs) And I've got a better gun than you do? That's what it sounds like. In the 911 call, a man could be heard saying that kids were playing near the house, and he also accused them of using cars to block off parts of the street. The caller told the dispatcher that he was watching the events from inside his athlete's home. According to TMZ, he now did Joe make the call? This is Mixon's trainer. Oh, as so, the caller. Okay, in Joe's house, calling from Joe's house. Yes, gotcha. Okay, so, mm. and do they believe Joe is the one that fired the gun, or could the trainer have been the so. one to fire the gun? I don't think it was Joe. I think it was just around his house, but weird. Yeah. Okay. Not good. All right. Yeah, no, it's not. We'll see where that uh, see where that story goes. Nerf guns and real guns. Somewhere around Joe Mixon's house. All right, Bengals have a couple of off-the-field stories to deal with as we head uh, away from the combine and towards the draft. Obviously, a lot of football always around. It's pro-timing day over at Texas. We'll get you a little bit more of that as we roll on. Up next, though, it is the 2 o'clock hour on a Thursday, which means it is album swap time, Jizza, and body count. Next.